0: This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by m Bank.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by m Bank. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how we doing? Happy New Year. Uh, we are in league play. Excited to talk some ball tonight.
2: League play. It's a new year. A lot of crazy stuff going on with basketball. I mean... What more, you know, couldn't be in a better place right now, uh, here talking basketball, uh, in this, in this time right now?
1: No doubt, no doubt. We got a lot to catch up on. Uh, you know, the first podcast of the new year. Um, Sue, really, you know, good competitive games for Kansas. Yeah. I did want to touch on, we're going to talk about the UCF game. We're, we're recording here on Thursday. Uh, Kansas falls to UCF last night. Uh, but did want to get your thoughts on the the TCU win. Um, I was a heck of a basketball game. I really enjoyed watching that game back and forth. And, yeah. you know, Jamie, Jamie Dixon, Bill. Self, you know, two yeah. coaches that know each other so well, it felt like it was an X and O, you know, type of game towards the end. Uh, I know lots made of the, 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 controversial flagrant and, and, you know, everything that went on there, but outside of that, it was a great game, uh, to watch wire to wire and Kansas finds a way to, to close and get, get a good win. Um, in a game where, you know, you see some of the the things creep in of, of turnovers, you know, bench production, three-point shoot. I mean, there's 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 things to talk about with this team, but um, they do find a way to win and beat a TCU team that I think looked pretty good and looked pretty dangerous. And we'll, we'll talk about this more. Just the, the Big 12 is going to be a monster. I mean, there's yeah. there's sneaky good teams that are fully capable pulling the So I think this is... I mean, we always say the Big 12 is going to be competitive because it's a great league. But I'm I'm so excited to watch this year, especially with the newcomers in a BYU, in a Houston, that are, are really good teams.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you said it best. TCU, the Big 12, uh, I mean, you got a, a Jamie Dixon uh, matchup with uh, Coach Self, Big 12 play. Um, I mean, you would expect a game like this and... Uh, like you said earlier, it was a, a back-and-forth game. Uh, those are the type of fun games. I know the fans don't like them. They just want to blow out every game. But for for basketball fans, those games that are competitive, they're going back and forth, those are the games you want to watch because that's when guys are playing at, to me, I think the highest level. The competition is at the highest level. Uh, you can tell that both teams want it because uh, it's going back and forth. Uh, so those are always the, the, the fun games to watch and um, you know, one of the things I think with, you know, that I take away from that game is, you know, KU they were able to win a a gutty game like that with turning the ball over 18 times and um, you know, I think turning the ball over 18 times that's something that, you know, Coach Self has that mark where he wants to be under 10 turnovers and they do a pretty good job of staying close to that number. So having 18 turnovers just giving over giving up those extra possessions Uh, Those are things that, you know, when you have a game going back and forth, uh, you come out with the win, you appreciate it. uh, But looking down in the the future, when you think uh, deep run, especially in the NCAA tournament, those are things that you definitely want to clean up because every possession matters. And, you know, having 18 turnovers, uh, that's just something that can be correctable, focus. uh, Those are things that, you know, the players can correct. So you don't want to give away those possessions. But overall, good win. Uh, it wins a win, uh, but obviously they got to ter- they got to take care of the ball. I
1: think a, a highlight of the TCU game is is KJ Adams and Hunter Dickinson. I mean, yeah. both those guys mine for yeah forty eight points between the two, 22 rebounds, and obviously thirty and eleven from from Hunter, thirteen to twenty from the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, KJ was seven of eight from the field and four of five at the line, and that's that's a great night for KJ. Both those guys just were so good, um, whether it be pick-and-roll action, whether it be on the block, whether it be helping each other out with screening and finding each other on cuts and dives. And you know, DeWan had a pretty solid game finding them as well. Yeah, I, I, this is – Bill Self's got to be smiling because this is kind of old, vintage Kansas. Yeah, we well. five, Just just dominate. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and really, you know, when you look at, like, points in the paint – um, and it, I I always think like when you when you think about the paint on both ends of the floor, it's most it's like in football on the offensive line, like that's where the game is won. Sometimes I know so much is made of shooting, but you have bigs that can own the paint and, and do what Hunter did. Then um, obviously he hits a game winner on a, a beautifully designed play on, on the on the uh, the, the high load of Hunter. Um, just a great night for for 135 minutes to be as efficient as he was.
2: Yeah, and you know that's that's what Hunter's done. He's done all season, you know. Uh, he's been but he's literally put the the team on his back, and you know, for him to have these type of games inside outside, he's. I, I mean, I've said it before. He's he's low key that the, the team's best three point shooter. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, it's hit two threes, it's hit two
2: threes. <laughs> I say low key, man. Like no, I mean low key. We got they got shooters on the team. I know, and uh, Hunter is a shooter for sure. But uh, just what he brings to the game, uh, like you said, that old vintage. Uh, you know, throw it inside. Uh, KU had 42 points in the paint. Uh, Hunter had a lot of those points as well, too, in the paint. Uh, but being able to score in the paint, that just opens everything up as well. And obviously, when you've got a big man as dominant as Hunter, that you can get it into the paint, it just makes things a lot easier for those shooters such as Kevin. Uh, and, uh, I, I mean, you mentioned the best, KJ. I mean, KJ had a, double, a double-double as well, too, and, you know, when – When Hunter's scoring around the basket like that again, KJ just kind of flies as this guy like under the radar, over the radar, and he's taking full advantage of it. And teams are starting to try to figure out you have to you have to check KJ, but it's hard to check KJ when you got to check Kevin and you also got to check Hunter as well too. So seeing those three guys uh, play well, um, I think that's really great. And again, you know, DeJuan's gonna DeJuan might have two points, ten assists. Or he might get you 10, 10 points, eight, eight, eight assists, like he did against TCU. So, is always going to bring what he brings to the table: um, his leadership, his experience. But seeing these guys where they're at, uh, you know, they're just looking, I think, for that one more piece. You know, who's that next guy uh, that's yeah. going to step up and and uh, and be able to help? I think it's uh, Furphy. I do. Uh, I think Furphy can be that guy to really step up and, and push these guys uh, to another level. But it's uh, early. Right now, Big 12 play. Um, I know Cole Self is still trying to figure some things out with this team. Um, But so far, uh, I mean, I like what I'm saying, you know, regards to this TCU game.
1: That's right. right. You you think this, like, you know, here we are early January, but when I look at the TCU game, there are 26 lead changes, 11 ties. Um, I like a game like that early in league play, you know, because you're in the family, you know, everybody, you know, tendencies, there's a lot of returners. Yeah, there's newcomers. Coaches know, you know, how, how each coach operates in the league. Uh, there will be some some differences just with the newcomers, the new schools in, in the Big 12. But I think this is a game that you can kind of circle, finding a way to win in a close game. That's back and by I mean, the balance, you'll get, you know, both halves. I mean, it was 41-40 Kansas at the half by one. 42-41 in the second half, Kansas by one. Uh, and Kansas wins 83 It's a I mean, great basketball game back and forth. But it was a game of runs, ebbs and flows. That's how an NCAA tournament game usually flows. Um, and so when you can get a game, if you can get a game like that January and, and early league play in your own building and you find a way to win that, I always think that's good for just, your, you've been in those moments kind of, kind of conversation where you find a way to win, you execute down a stretch. Yeah, you know, I don't make much of the calls. I know that's something that's been talked about a lot, but finding a way to win is the name of the game and they were able to do that.
2: Yeah. Like you said, man. Uh, uh, I guess addressing the calls, man. When when a when team turns the ball, like if you don't have any turnovers, you didn't give up any offensive rebounds. I might maybe just start pointing a finger at the referees. Maybe, but like if you're, yeah. although it's is kind of hard, you know. When, you know, you just got to control what you can control, and you know those refs already have a tough enough job with with three guys trying to figure out what ten players are trying to do on that court, with the coaches in their ear as well too. So,
1: well, and Jeff, you know this, but like you know, when it's a close game or you've allowed a team back in the game where it's close late. Yeah. Now it's, now it's more in their hands than ever. And you have yeah. that, you have that opportunity to not put it in their hands. Yeah. You know It just doesn't get talked about enough because you know, it, it's, it's fixating on those last final minute, but what took place at the 10 minute mark of the second half or the 10 minute mark of the first half. You know, there's all these possess, you said it earlier. I mean, every possession matters. And and even if it's an officiating situation, it still comes back to every possession, what you could have done differently yeah. to not be in that situation in a close game. You're right. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll hit on the UCF game. But before we do that, we did want to tell you about Home Field Apparel. Homefield is committed to creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield has a growing collection of 150 plus colleges to choose from including your favorite team's unique logos, mascots, and iconic moments to create thoughtful design apparel. Shop your latest team's apparel, head to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code KCSN23 for 15% off of your first order.
0: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search
3: KC Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to the Board of War podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by Emprise Bank. Jeff, let's get to it. we got to talk about it. Let's talk about UCF. Last night, um, it's kind of a tale of, tale of two halves. Um, I'll open it up to you. Just kind of get your overall thought um, in, in what they have. 65-60, so kind of a low-scoring game. Um, you, know, you look at some of the numbers. and uh, There's a couple things that jump out. Good to see Johnny Furphy play well coming off the bench. Um, that's a positive, I think, for this team moving forward. DeWan had eight assists, so there's some positives, but just not a night that uh, that Kansas, especially second half, it just felt like they were really out of rhythm. Um, and give UCF credit, they they played to momentum, they played with a lot of energy, and and ultimately come back and win the game.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just to me, I think it started from the from the get go. Uh, uh, UCF jumped out on a seven on zero run and you know when when you're KU you know you sign up doesn't matter who you play you sign up to get everybody's best shot mm-hmm. uh, and you know playing on the road now uh, down seven nothing um it's just the momentum to me was already in the favor of uh of UCF and again it's always a you know I think KU does a great job of responding and they did respond um, but I think just giving giving UCF their crowd, that energy, their players, their coaches, the mascots, everybody in there had a ton of confidence right when that game started. They thought from the gate, we can play with these guys up seven nothing. And I know Coach Self's a guy that you jump on you right from the get gate, put your put your foot on your throat, and, and don't let it up until until you tap out and. Uh, they just kind of got i think caught off guard a little bit and i know they respected those guys coming in but i think they got caught off guard a little bit and i think that slowed the game down but again they they end up you know taking the lead back going up eight uh at halftime but again uh turnovers uh 18 turnovers uh for the game uh back to back 18 turnovers and uh that's just something you don't see from a from a coach self team uh turning that ball the ball over 18 times I'm, I'm pretty sure he wants to pull his hair out for that, because uh, they're again they're a team that that likes to stay ten and under is where they feel comfortable. Whether they win or lose, if he looks at that turnover column, turnover column, and it's over ten on a win, he's still not happy because he knows at the end of the day, you think big pitcher, you want to be able to take care of that ball because when it gets late in the March Madness, every possession matters. Uh, so taking care of that ball and having good habits and doing that you know, breach that championship uh, mindset in those habits as well, too. So um, I thought the turnovers really kept uh, UCF in the game and just, you know, KU coming out a little flat, getting the crowd into it, getting them believing. uh, They just kind of had some things uh, that didn't work towards their favor.
1: Yeah, I I look at, you know, Kansas shot 68% from the field in the first half, 32 in the second half. And didn't get to the free throw line at all in the first half, and they only end up going to the line eleven times and hit six free throws. That's tough on the road because you got got to find a way to get to the line too. Especially they did, they did hit six threes uh, in the game, but six for eighteen from three. So you look at generating offense, right? Um, Trying to make things a little easier on yourself, especially when you're on the road. You know, yeah. you, you need those easy buckets. You need to get to the line. And sometimes we don't do that. Um, and they were better in the second half than, than they were in the first half, which is was so interesting about how the game just kind of flipped in that second half. I did want to touch on El Marco Jackson. I know that's kind of a, a talking point. I, you know, he's a freshman, right? Like, I, he's a talented kid and very good athlete. Um, he plays because he defends. Like, he's a very good defender. Um, but the last two games, he you know, he goes goose egg. No, no production offensively. On uh, about 22 23 minutes, back to back games, TCU, UCF. What are you seeing? I, I think for me, it's a, confidence is a big part of this. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a guy that is a cerebral player. I think he's a smart player. Um, but trying to find a way to, to kind of find his own offense and be aggressive with that, I think it comes back to a little bit of confidence and just a little bit of, hey, this is Dewan's team. This is Hunter's team. This is KJ's team. 'Cause I watched Kansas play Wichita State and I thought I thought El Marco yeah. to be a little bit more aggressive, right? Like finding yeah. a jump shot. He can shoot the ball. Yeah. Um, are you seeing anything, anything jump out to you over the last couple games to start league play with El Marco?
2: You know, I think you mentioned it best. Just, you know, I think it's the confidence. You know, I think he shot ten shots, uh, if I believe against uh Wichita State and that, you know, that was a different flow of game. Yeah. uh, uh but Uh, I think it's it's all confidence because you go from shooting, having the confidence to shoot 10 shots uh, to not having the confidence to shoot to not even a shot uh, in the last two games. So um, I think it is a confidence issue. So, you know, he's second guessing himself. He's second guessing. um, And I think he just needs to trust in himself because uh, he's there for a reason. uh, And he went there for a reason and, you know, I think all players sometimes they go through this, especially a freshman, because you're you're used to, you know, the bas- basketball coming, the the fruits and the uh uh the, the the rewards coming to you in different ways, you know, when you're in high school and when you get to college everybody's good. So there's a little bit of adjustment. And you know, I feel like I went through a phase as well too. And you know, looking back is just like, man, you just gotta you gotta do what got you there. And I think if El Marco can get to that, because I just think he's thinking too much. And I think probably Coach Self would probably be, was tell you that. He, he's thinking too much. And I think El Marco's a guy that, you know, when he's at his best, he's not he's not thinking because he's already thought ahead so he can just play. So right now it's just, I think, a confidence. He needs to slow down, trust himself, um, and let the game come to him because, like you said, he brings it on the defensive end, um, which Coach Self loves, which he'll play. It's like El Marco, you don't have to be the the, the lead in scorer. Uh you just have to have the confidence to know that you can score at any point if you need to, because we know you're gonna defend at the other end. You know, coach self wants wants guys, he doesn't want you just coming here shooting shots, throwing up shots if you're not gonna guard on the other end. And El Marco guards, he takes he takes that seriously. So uh I just think he needs to slow down a little bit, put more confidence in himself. Uh and just and just taking one game at a time, one step at a time, believing yourself.
1: Yeah, so. yep. I think it's something you know. I know Coach Self will look at this and there'll be conversations behind closed doors. But I'm just wondering too if it's you know when I think of confidence for freshmen, I, I think of pressure, yeah, um, to, that they put on themselves. And sometimes, you know, when you're starting, is it is it take the pressure off if you come off the bench? You know, do you, do, you, do you start to find a little bit of a different role? And now Johnny Furphy's kind of catching, so he's a really good shooter. I don't, I'm not saying that'll happen. I'm I'm just curious, you know, if that will be thought of. If, you know, if if, if this, if this keeps, you know, I, I mean, I, there's, you got to, you got to tap into something, I think, because I think when you look at this, you know, Hunter and Kevin have been excellent and you know what you're going to get from those two guys. KJ as well. I think dewan has got to be a double digit score. He's got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. such a pass first guy, but he's got to have to find some scoring when he scores over 10 points, I feel like Kansas is in such a better position because it takes a little bit of pressure off everybody else. Um, and I think El Marco and Furphy are two huge pieces that I, I'm sure the coaching staff is thinking a lot of how do we, how do we tap into these guys to help us along the way where, where we can find some, some production from them to really give, give the team a lift a
2: little bit. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they're two young guys, you know, right. just, you know, figuring out big 12 play, uh, You know, getting, getting a, a dose of this, you know, type of play uh, You know, in time, I think they'll get it You know, I think a lot of the freshmen, they they do get it uh, But it, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what Coach uh, Self and his staff, uh, what adjustments they're going to make With uh, Furphy and uh, El Marco Um, I think that's going to be a, a, I mean, it is a pretty hot topic. A lot of people are talking about it. That's just the truth of the matter of it. So it's going to be interesting to see how he manages that. And I think that's why, you know, Cole Self is you know, great at what he does because he gets, he gets paid the big bucks to manage those type of, uh, those type of situations, those, you know, those emotions between those players, if he does make the make that, make that move. So, um, but it's going to be interesting to see, but, Regardless, I think whatever he does, you know, both of those guys, they're going to figure it out because they're going to play. They're going to right.
1: And when you're in the family and Big Twelve play, like it's the beginning of league play. Yeah. As we go through this, I think there's adversity in non-conference play. There's adversity in conference play too, and that happens with that happens with really good teams. That happens with national championship teams. You know, it's just a part of going through league play. Yeah. Um, And there's you have to just keep building and keep improving and. You know, keep dialing in and adjusting, and, and that's what Coach, like to your point, that's what Coach Self is great at. Um, so I hate to use the word like trusting, trusting the process a little bit. I, I think Coach Self's going to have this team ready to go as they keep building to playing their best basketball in February and into March because they have, I mean, multiple All Americans and Kevin and Hunter yeah. that you know you can you can work with that. You know, Hunter getting what was it four rebounds against UCF. You're not going to see that too often. Um, so, a game I think is a very much a, a teachable, learn, learnable experience for this team, especially with some of the, the young guys like we're t- touching on that are getting their first taste of league play. A little different than non-conference play, and I think that that to your point, that is a little bit of an adjustment.
2: Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna get punched in the mouth, this is the this is the best time to do it right now when you're learning, and you know you can use these as teachable moments. I mean, like you said, this was a good game, like. Regardless, I guess maybe it's the coach. Jimmy. the regardless? This is a good game because you can you can learn a lot, you can build a lot from this. Um, um moving forward, um, guys are gonna have to make adjustments. They've been in these situations before they can make adjustments if they come into this type of a situation again. So, um, I, I mean, Coach Self's the, the, the king of this. Uh, you know, I live, I teach my players this, I you know, preach it, I live by it, you know. The, the guys that are successful in life are the ones that can turn negatives into positives. So, you know, he's very big on that. And, you know, they got to take these negative situations and find out the positives and just be able to tap on those and stay away from those negatives.
1: Yeah, Kansas has a, a big game coming up on Saturday at home in Allen Fieldhouse against a, a very good Oklahoma team. Uh, so, yeah, as, as you know, oh, losing okay. game, you got, you, you got to move right on uh, and move on to the next one. Both these teams now Kansas OU at 13 and two, uh, and both these teams one and one in league play. So, uh, and we've seen some great Kansas Oklahoma matchups in the past, uh, but it should be a good one at Allen Fieldhouse, one o'clock tip. I think that game is on CBS as well. And then uh, Kansas will end up going to Oklahoma State uh, later on next week. So, Jeff, always good to connect and catch up, man. Great to have league play. Uh, I, I'm so excited to follow the Big 12 this year. I, I feel like I have a little pep in my step because the league's gonna be great. Oh like, yeah, especially, especially with these teams gonna, every, oh, yeah. every night, every Saturday. Like there's so many good games in the Big 12. It's gonna be be a lot of fun all the way through through February. Uh, once we get to Kansas City for Big 12 tournament.
2: Hey, February then March. Woo. And you know it's coming. It'll be here before you
1: know. It, man, it's January 11th and, and you'll blink and it'll be yeah, you know, the, sure. <laughs> last week Kelly We'll talking about who's winning, winning the, the outright and who's you know gearing up for Kansas City. So a lot more to cover all here on the Kansas City Sports Network. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, maybe here in the next couple of weeks to, to break down more for, from Kansas. Uh, we look forward to that. Jeff, well, as always, uh, fun catching up with you, man. Fun talking ball. We'll talk next week.
0: Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard.